I think people should, just again, personally, should get vaccinated. If they're one of these wild people who thinks they're going to be filled with nano machines, well, the solid snake is going to save us anyways. Other people just complicate my life. I don't like to get involved. Craig, don't you fuck this up on me. Oh, I'm, I'm expecting Craig to screw us over like he did last week. Um, and many other weeks. Yeah, uh, this is episode 252 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. And I don't know if we've had a, a bigger week in those 252 weeks, news-wise, than this. Crazy oh, shit. That's... So much we're to not, talk about. We're not getting actual programs. <laughs> we're just not. It's unlikely this week. Maybe some top-level stuff, but it is unlikely. Uh, yeah, crazy shit. Um, but before we start talking about wrestling, Gordo and Fitz, how are we? Hey-o. Live and kicking. Live and kicking. What Just is about. the crack, Makaras? Uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's so much. Um, so I've, much we I've can't got, talk about. So much we can't talk about. What about your lives? What, what's going on? How is everything? Uh, I'm on call this weekend, so uh, it's my second weekend of no drinking. Neat. Ah. Um, no drinking, you say, eh, Gordo? It'd be an awful so, shame if someone did something like... Oh, that son of a bitch, he opened the can right in your face. You are a f- you're an absolute dickhead, and he's literally in the next room as well, so I could actually go in and punch him in the back of the head if I wanted. <laughs> you ain't got the balls. I don't have the energy, there's a difference. Yeah. I had a weird yes. experience today. Oh, not necessarily like notable experience, but I was getting a haircut, right? I've been waiting for this for a couple of weeks because in the eight years that I've lived in Galway, I've only ever gotten a haircut in the one place. Turks Barbers on the Dublin Road. Fantastic service. Love it to bits. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting to get back here ever since just to do it. So I booked in the appointment on the, the system. And as I walked in the door, the, the main guy, the owner of the place, Ramsey, his name is, looked at me as if he saw a ghost. And I go, hey, what's going on? How are you getting on? And I was like, you are not going to fucking believe this, he said. <laughs> he said, I was literally just thinking about you this morning and I hadn't seen you in a long time. Well, that's weird. Was he touching himself when he thought about you? Well, I wouldn't blame him if he did, to be fair. Fair, fair. It's a but natural reaction. You need to know. Yeah. This is a journalistic uh, uh, integrity that we have. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I absolutely love that place. There are top top professionals really really respect them nice nice Gordo how's your life eh, grand I haven't been up too much I've just been on call all week so most of my evenings have been spent chilling um, yeah sure can't complain I went to see Jurassic World last night Ugh. didn't hate it as much as you did he was yes. there uh, watched last night I thought it was actually quite good really enjoyed oh, it go, and go fuck yourselves you're on I, drugs. No, no, the I would show say... The cancelled. Uh, no, no, I, man left or something. I don't know. We need to address this. Carry on. I was going <laughs> to say, the, the, the one criticism I had of it is I would have condensed the first hour into like 35, 40 minutes. 
or 35, 40 seconds, like with a, a thing that flashes up on screen. I think that would have helped yeah. move things along better, but I thought it, I thought it was grand for what it was. I didn't... I, I don't know if it was yourself or Bo said it, Steve, that, you know, in the context of a Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World film, it was on the weaker side, but it was still quite a good film in the normal scheme of things. I think it, I kind of mentioned that like you'll have a good time, but it's just not a very good movie um, storyline wise. And I'll tell you the part that the thing that pissed me off on most of it, it was just so silly. You know, the part. OK, spoilers for everyone watching, but it's been out a week now. It's fine. Um, you know, the part where the raptors are chasing the bike. Yes. And yes. It's like 200 miles an hour. They're chasing this bike. A few moments before that, they couldn't catch up with the woman on the roof. Those same two raptors. I, I can't. I, I can't forget that. That's it, it. Just in my head, I can't get rid of it. But there it's was so obstacles and different levels. It Bullshit. wasn't running a linear line. Jeez, it's terrible. It's terrible. Also, how did the fucking did Alan Grant and Ellie go and get into that area? You know, I know they got the key from from Malcolm and all that. How did they get into this trillion dollar facility and just walk around like nobody knew what was going on? There should be cameras in that place that can see your bones. He was invited in. They still had to walk around in all this stuff. And then their their secret, like, locust thing to take down the world was just totally unguarded and just needed a key card to get in. No guards around. The guide who was showing them around was on the take. He was the one helping them. He told them where to go and how long that he has. So he was the one who organized the time window for them. Should be guards. There should be all sorts. How the hell do you get in there? How do you even get to that floor? Makes no sense. Because and then we gave them the key card. It makes absolute sense. No, there should be guards and shit around the place. If this is your whole thing to take over the world, where are the people to stop people getting in there? It doesn't really make guy, any sense. The guide gave them a thirty-minute window. He says you would t- be back here in thirty minutes. He cleared uh, the timeline for them. Still, yeah. one guy can get rid of all the guards. Jurassic Gear Solid. <laughs> Another one. Right, you know the part where the plane crashes into the ice, yes. and it doesn't blow up or the ice doesn't sink, and then moments later they're walking like very slowly on the ice. Yes, get to fuck. And then the fucking raptor can't kill them. Come on now, everyone seems to like nobody was ever in danger in that movie. Nobody seemed like they were ever going to die. I hate it. They need to bring it back in and fix it. It's the fucking Fast and the Furious bullshit of the Jurassic World movies. I said it. Oh there no, it that's a perfect segue. That is yeah. a perfect segue. The ending. Go on. The ending. Right, again, fucking spoilers, but it's been out long enough. At the end, where he obviously brings back the uh, the baby. Mm-hmm. And You're my they, boy, go to, they go to run off into the jungle, and then they come back. And him and Blue lock eyes, and he's standing by the car. Yeah. He's, he's going to bang that raptor. Why? No, 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 no. What I wanted to see happen and what I pictured the full fucking scene in my head in the space of two seconds. See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Poot starts playing. He hops in that fucking car and he takes off down the country road with Blue and the baby running alongside him. And just as the chorus hits and says, as I see you again, Blue veers off to the left into the fucking woods and vanishes and he keeps driving that road. You redo the full Fast 6 finale with the fucking dinosaur. Oh my god! <laughs> the other one, the uh, the bit you know where the the ba- baby blue gets taken, um, 
Beta. He gets taken away and uh, Blue discovers this, then goes to their house and then stares him down like, you better get my goddamn baby back. He's like, I'll get your baby back. Don't worry. And then the Blue just scratches his arm like, yeah, you better fucking get my baby back, you stupid bitch. (laughs) What is happening? What the fuck is going on? I hated it. I hated it so much. But anyway, I know everyone was here to hear our review of Jurassic World Dominion. (laughs) Of all the weeks for us, we could have been here for half an hour on a normal week talking about this, lads. No problem. We would have knocked a bit of crack and killed each other. Oh, we we could have literally just done the full film. I've honestly sometimes thought thought we should do a short podcast when like a film that we all want to see comes out where we review it. It's like a, a short Well, the B show was never designed to just be a quiz show. It was designed to be something else. So we could definitely do that. Something else. Something else. And it would do no harm to have a couple of random stuff in the can for... That's true. That is true. Um, your fits is just grabbing people in this week, or this yeah. day, I should say. But we don't um, need to have, we don't need to just have uh, shows in the can for this week or news topics in the can for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in for a bumper episode, folks. Yeah, let's just get to it. So we get to the thing everyone's here to talk about. Um some of us thought we'd never see it and that he would just die in the chair and, you know, you'd never see a change. But um, he's a handsome man. These things happen. And he, uh, yes, it is true. I have bought a PS5. <gasps> I have bought a PS5. Yeah, that's the you big change this son week. son of a beach. Yeah. Yes, I have a PS5. Does anyone want to buy a PS5? Thoughts, emotions, feelings. Have you already uh, completed cool. PlayStation 5? It's completed, it completed it, mate. It's done. Um, yeah, no, it was just sort of like it was available and there are no games coming. So I was like, how about I play some games I missed over the last 10 years? So uh, playing The Last of Us, the remastered version, it's fantastic. I only got so far on it. Final Fantasy Everything, yeah, there's seven more versions of Final Fantasy VII coming out. Um, last of Us is amazing. I only got so far on it and I'm, I started playing something else and I got rid of it. But good god it's it's as good as everyone says it is um and i'm here to be disappointed by last of us too like everyone said uh hopefully over the weekend <sighs> but other than that i mean it's the same thing you know what i mean it's if you have an xbox series x it's, just, it's the same business uh hate the controller with with a passion with an absolute burning it's, desire it's why i've stuck with xbox i just have not liked the controller yeah. i was i was i was open to switching over to PS5 because I thought it looked nice and I thought power-wise it could have been an interesting one, but mm. that controller, man, just can't do it. Nah, they, they need to create a version of the controller with the left stick up on the top. We've been saying this for years, a decade in fact, but it just I can't, feels... I just can't have, no, it doesn't feel right. No, it's not right. Uh, the D-pad up as, as the primary input of your left thumb? Nah. No, that's kind of cool. Wrong. Nah, mate. It's, it's, against, the, it's against uh, God's will. Against God's will. PS5 <laughs> controller, though. Yeah, a huge draw. Uh, I I was kind of, was kind of cool if you click the right stick in and when you're playing The Last of Us, it turns on his flashlight and it makes a sound the controller, and then okay. one of them in a part of the game he finds a, a little dictator device and it's playing a, a an audio recording back with someone in a lab or some shit, and then it starts playing through the controller. And I nearly had a heart attack. It was like three in the morning. It was really loud. I was like, oh, fuck, how do I turn this down? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that, that, was, uh, that woke me up. <clears throat> but uh, speaking of other things you never thought would happen, Vince McMahon has, uh, lol, officially stepped down as the CEO of World Wrestling Federation Entertainment. Anyone else getting a distinct whiff of bullshit and winkery out yep. of this? 
my ass. Not a hope that he stepped down on anything. Uh, we did post the Canary Burn, Canary M Burns meme earlier. I think that's what it is. But let's mm-hmm. just start from the top. Um, this was Wednesday, the Vince and Johnny Ace stuff. So Vince had an affair with a paralegal and there was a $3 million payout with an NDA via personal funds. Uh, it was $1 million up front and the remaining $2 million to be paid over five years. Uh, the board's outside counsel, quote, investigation also discovers older NDAs from female WWE employees. First anonymous email was sent on March 30th. She was hired at uh, 100 grand and it was increased to 200 grand after a sexual relationship with Vince McMahon began. Uh, and then Vince, and this is it, their phrase, not mine, quote, gave her like a toy, end quote, to Johnny Ace. So that's, that's the story so far at that point. <laughs> and there's a guy that we would be deserving of a chance at your United States title. Let me tell you, let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States heavyweight Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. The one guy that stands out the most. The guy that I think has earned a title shot. L Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, are 50 pounds Who different. are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about contenders. The, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler. Anyway, where were we? Uh, what were we talking about? The last bit. Vince wow. McMahon. The chair Why do you think she was getting buried, or what led you to believe she was getting buried on the way out? Well, they, she was literally buried on the way out. They had the whole situation where they talked about how the licensing deals or the sponsorship deals weren't getting done the way that Stephanie had promised. Uh, and that for whatever is real aspect of that that's what happened that's the, the news that was leaked out to to media sources uh they told forbes that she wasn't performing that's that's what that is there you go thank you jordan are you uh claiming that nick can is playing 4d chess right now uh possibly i i i think nick can is behind the leak 100 percent. someone um, is yeah. Someone on that board had to let this uh, slip out to the Wall Street Journal. Well, Vince which let it conveniently. Slip out. Oh, Jesus. It was a uh, joke. Conveniently, uh, the New York Journal broke the story after the stock exchange closed for the evening. After which, the, the day before, or I should say the day leading up to the announcement by the Wall Street Journal, there was a, a severe increase in stock movement that day. So there's also an element of insider trading going on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, do, we, do we just ignore that? Yeah. That's not like something that happened, is it? That's not a new post, is it? That is a new post. <laughs> oh. oh, go away. Go away. Sorry, audio listeners, audio listeners. Audio listeners. <laughs> Oh, that's David Starr, Sean. Trying to take the moral um, high ground against Vince McMahon when, of all if all people. allegations are to be believed, are both pieces of shit. Yes, indeed. Um, I thought it was, uh, it's, a hard, it's a harsh thing to say, I thought it was kind of odd, I'll be careful with my words, was the amount of people surprised by it. Um, you're like, um, 
I mean, Vince has been doing stuff for a long time. I mean, this is not unusual. Like, um, have you not seen how he is with every female talent on TV back in yeah. the like, late 90s, early noughties? Like, wait, yeah. are, are people genuinely surprised by this? Yeah, yes. I, it's younger fans, I guess, that just they, don't, they weren't aware of what was going on, obviously. There's plenty more scandals going back 30 odd years. Like, but uh, I, for one, am shocked on. by this revelation. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, isn't it widely believed slash widely accepted that he once pitched an idea for an incest angle between himself and Stephanie? And yeah. Stephanie shot it down, yeah. Uh, wasn't yeah. it going to be that her baby was Vince's? Wasn't that the that whole was, story? Yeah. Like, yeah. That tells you probably everything you need to know about this person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously been reported since this news broke that Vince and Linda have separated not mm-hmm. yet divorced, but are separated. So you you have to wonder, you know, were they separated before it all happened and all that jazz? Interesting. Uh, there, like, there's so many facets to it all where there, no one comes out looking good of this. And no. I think most people, when the news broke, kind of had the, the, the first idea as well. Guess that's why Stephanie chose to leave, because she knew this was happening and didn't want to be around mm. him, because potentially, you know, he did cheat on linda and you know he, stephanie didn't want to be around him which would be completely understandable in that circumstance oh boy there's a lot to unfold there is um but yeah it's now i'm of the belief that this actually changes nothing so Vince stepped down as ceo but he's still going to be the head of creative i don't think he's even stepping down as the as the ceo he will on paper and I think his duties, mm-hmm. while others are around, will be done by Stephanie. But there's no way... Stephanie is young enough to know how stupid it is that Vince McMahon is going to do an in-character segment on mm-hmm. SmackDown tonight. So if she's actually the CEO, she would pull the plug on that. But no one's going to say no to Vince regardless. So I don't think well, anything changes. If Well, two things, I suppose. One, you're absolutely right. If... Uh, if Steph really does have the CEO power and, you know, Vince does answer to her now, then she would have had to have okay this as a, a creative yeah. outlet. Uh, two, if Vince really was sincere about, you know, stepping away from responsibilities while this investigation is happening, he would be nowhere near the company. So the fact yeah. that he's maintaining his creative duties really just hammers home the fact that he thinks this is all bullshit and this is just... Um, trying to save face in the public eye when everyone can really see through it. Yep. And do you know what the weird thing is? I feel it was dying down. And I I don't, I think there's been more stories, well, I know there's been way more stories posted by every outlet since they announced that he was stepping down. I actually think they could have just written it away and just been like, okay, we'll get away with this, we'll get away with another one. So I was surprised they actually did it. Um, the seat, the, I suppose they haven't had a dynamic in 40 years where the CEO and the head of creative are different people. So that's an interesting one in terms of like, can the CEO even pull the plug on the head of creative if they were always the same person? So it's like, yeah, sack me. (laughs) Uh, Miss McMahon. That was an interesting one, but the lads were saying that's more of a corporate speak the way they, they title people. Yeah. I I don't read too much into that at the end of the day. Uh, MS as a prefix for someone's name is usually a professional thing. It's just a prefix. So 
It okay. just added fuel to the fire of the whole Stephanie and Triple H. Nah, they're done. They're done. They're done. They're done. It's confirmed. They're done. We have it in writing. <laughs> Official documents. They're done. WWE uh, is telling me I have a chance with her. That's what I'm getting for this. <laughs> uh, I watched, someone posted last night. Remember Vince McMahon on Pat McAfee's show and he, he slipped up and said, my wife at the time. That kind of aged poorly, didn't it? And he oh, was like, yeah. oh, I didn't say that. There you when go. When would that have been? Uh, before WrestleMania, a couple of weeks before WrestleMania. So it's that like would have been just before the board would have found out about it. Board found yeah, out it April. would. Uh, yeah. So the first email it, was sent to them on March 30th, and then the board found out mid-April. Oh, so Lord. It was so that's just before the Pat McAfee show. Or so just after the Pat McAfee show. Me. Yeah, that's I bad. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so yeah. Who says I got a wife? <laughs> <laughs> wife at the time. <laughs> Wife at the time, yeah. Uh, oh, Linda so, is going to take him to the cleaners now. Somebody mentioned it was Rory said, uh, "Does Linda divorce him to save face?" Oh, I would if I, mean, I were her. Yeah, and take as much money as you possibly can now that you've got an open, confirmed extramarital affair. Yeah, the judge is going to say, yeah. "Hey, Linda, how much do you want? All yeah. of it. Here you go." <laughs> Like this could literally break Vince McMahon, depending on yeah. you know where his money is laid, and all the berries, all the bodies he's buried, and briefcases full of cash that he has available. Oh Jesus! I wonder what his liquid assets are. Is it all? Is it just all stock? All fake I don't want to think stock. about Vince's liquid assets. <laughs> That's what got him into trouble in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, Sean says I think Johnny is going down. I think that was the problem. Hey. I heard, I heard hey. that that was the problem, all right? Yeah, yeah. This, this was something that someone I think brought up on Twitter earlier. So, with Johnny Ace being involved, about the only use he really was to the company at this stage was the possibility of getting Debray back in the fold since he's now technically married to the Bella twins' mother. That's another thing people aren't talking about. The Bellas are involved in this. Yeah. It was the Bella's it's, mother. It's Aww. time for Bella Brains. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yes, but uh, yeah. So, like, if if you know if that falls through, and you know if they break up, and he's no longer the in to potentially bringing Debray back into the fold, is there any real need for Johnny Ace to be there? I'm surprised he is still there. I, I thought he was going to get he was just going to be the fall guy straight away. Like, well, maybe that's why he was brought back to be the fall guy. Maybe <laughs> he's like, I keep sacking people. I'm running out, running out of people to pass my bullshit on to. What's Paul Heyman and, doing? Yeah. And like, speaking of like Johnny Ace, I know SRS reported it, that he got a quote from a, I don't know whether it was an active female talent in WWE or a former female talent within WWE that said to him off the record, I'd rather get my personal belongings sent to me in a black sack than have to work with Johnny Ace. Oh, um, and that was the sentiment after he got rehired again, that uh, a lot of the female talent thought it was a major step back in terms of the women being treated as equals within the company. I like that meme Gordo has just posted <laughs> recording backstage sit down interview with Michael Cole. Oh, man. Like, um, does Vince come out in front of a live crowd tonight? No, this is an interesting thing. And obviously people are making fun of um, WWE fans for like, they're going to cheer and sing along to the song, which they will. Thank because, you, Vince. Thank yeah. you, Vince. 
I'd imagine 80 to 90% of the people in the building will have no idea this is even happening because this is all families going to SmackDown. So I, I think it will happen. I think there will be people cheering and chanting and they won't actually and, know. And then like you'll have to start talking about it. You're like, ooh. And wrestling ooh. Twitter is going to react totally rationally to everyone singing along yeah. and bowing to him as he comes out there. Uh, it's going to no, be really uncomfortable. So how long, how long till Vince has a Conrad show? Oh, <laughs> Uh, in a caveat to him appearing tonight on SmackDown, it's also reported that him appearing tonight on SmackDown is going to be Vince McMahon in character appearing yeah. on SmackDown. What the fuck does that actually mean when he's not an on-screen personality anymore? Uh, does it Vince versus the world? Uh, you're going to have to Stand kill up me. for Vince McMahon. Yeah. You'll never take me alive type oh my of God. shit. Are they going to actually do the limo angle? Well, they'll finally do it. Except for he'll oh actually God. be in the limo this time. And turns oh out God. what's in the lockbox was actually the NDAs. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like if they bring course. back the lockbox in whatever capacity they could possibly do it, that would have to be one of the best long-term storytelling things Long. that WWE have ever done. Long-term booking, lads. This was the plan all along. <laughs> Let it play out, lads. Let it play out. <laughs> told you me and Rory were sitting there as all of AT&T Stadium booed and we were like lads let it play out we'll have, we'll find out about it in eight years it's gonna be <laughs> fine <laughs> oh for fuck's sake <laughs> okay uh, that's wildly speculative on, uh, just doing the Gordo or on Jordan said there Jordo as we like to call him Jordo yeah. said, <laughs> this is the last time he's on WWE TV uh, unless he beats this because I think he will be—he won't be able to stop himself walking out and doing the strut, and saying he's back. Um, McAfee to lay him out, <laughs> payback for mania. <laughs> this is the thing where Triple H fires him again. That could be fun. Eric I just—it's so trashy. Like it's, and it's going to be a case where the media. I think they're setting themselves up for a disaster because there will be people there that don't know what's going on or don't care. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of them will obviously don't care. There'll be nut, nut jobs. There will be there will be shots circulating on Twitter at about 10 past one tonight of people bowing and cheering Vince McMahon. That will make mainstream media. It's mm-hmm. not going to be good luck. This is a, it's an accident waiting to happen. And I'm surprised Fox Where happened tonight. Uh, Minnesota. Oh. So it's not necessarily a smart crowd. No. In the traditional Fam- sense. Guessing it's families. Night like tonight. Uh, well, you're, assuming it's going to be, what, an 8,000-seater venue that's typically mm-hmm. around the averages that they'll go for you have to imagine that at least 10 20 percent of that will have heard and will be aware of what's yeah. happening so you'd wonder will they be vocal and loud enough to come through on see the tv audience and also to draw the attention of everyone else in the venue like oh this seems a bit of an odd reaction for vince that's kind of maybe hush and keep quiet oh, hush shouldn't have said that uh, let's keep quiet oh shouldn't have said that either um Let's see what happens and let's see what he actually has to say. Jordan makes but, the um, point I was about to make. They're just going to press cheer.mp3. Oh, no, even they couldn't. They I, even they couldn't. They couldn't put in, they couldn't pipe in cheer noises for this. Kevin Dunn is in the back crying, seeing his, uh, his buddy die on a sword finally. He's just pressing cheer over and over again. <laughs> oh, um, you still got it. Clap, clap, <laughs> clap, clap, clap. I wonder... <laughs> If like he should not be on TV, I think everyone probably much agrees with that he should not be appearing on TV. Well, for many match reasons. 
one more match. Uh, like, no, yeah, it shouldn't be anywhere near this. It's wildly insensitive to the whole seriousness of the situation, yeah. and it, it, like, it's not directly Me Too and speaking out related, but it's definitely adjacent to it. Because we don't know, obviously, the, the details of this, of how consensual it was, and if it can even be consensual when you've got a superior uh, manager and, you know, subordinate employee involved. So there is an element of coerciveness in this all. It's so yeah. messy. So, like, the best thing anyone could do is literally, you know, classic WWE, which they normally would do in situations like this, never mention it again. Yep they're going the polar opposite which is Ex- beyond is stupid like, I mean, for them i was literally just waiting for you to finish when rory said it this is ver- they should have learned from enzo right so the enzo stuff came out everyone was like oh i don't know about this this doesn't all add up months later you find out he was all innocent everything was fine but he hung himself by releasing that stupid fucking song and now he can never get back into mainstream wrestling again because of that stupid penis. song Why, so I, they're I, doing a similar thing a side song, by just uh yeah you just move <laughs> I on joke, i joke yeah i yeah. know it'd be hard not to fight back considering someone destroyed your livelihood and all that but in cases like this you just shut the fuck up God and i'm very and surprised let it play out friends. let it play out like the lockbox angle that paid off <sighs> covid one nine <laughs> fuck you covid one nine what a fucking lyricist <laughs> He's better than Drake. Bird of a generation. He's better than Drake, and I'm not even fucking lying. I'm not even saying that ironically. Oh. I'd rather listen to Enzo stuff than Drake. Yeah, wild. And then when the hat that bling. Oh man, that tweet is taken off again. My God, my God. That's the Robert. Yeah, Rob. Let's wildly speculate then. What do you think Vince says on TV tonight? Uh. I think they'll go full McMahon. It's like, I'm stepping away for a while. And I think he'll make a snide remark about having to do it and feeling forced. And uh, he would like, to, the McMahon family will still run this company. And you'll be able, barely be able to now, understand him. Forever. Insert gravel voice. Yeah. <laughs> insert clear up Vince's voice. Uh, I think that's what that'll be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitch.tv for slash the AWP for live reactions. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he's going to go out there and just be like, oh, could have been worse. I could have been Benoit, you know? And then you go to an art commercial for State Farm. <laughs> Scene. What do you think, Gordo? Uh, I, I know I'd put out the meme of it earlier taking the piss, but I'm fully expecting the, I'm not fucking leaving. From Wolf of Wall Street, I'm fully, I'm fully expecting it to be just generic Vinceisms. It's great. I, I'm, I'm expecting there to be some sort of angle where they write him off. But who do you have attack him? Because what's the payoff of any of it? Unless he's going to be back in a couple of months. So none of it makes any bit of sense. It's what if they yeah. go. I'm just hanging on the in-character thing. What if they just have Stephanie come out and fire him and we're not quite sure? Or they'll give some bullshit excuse of why he's fired. And the board have given me full power. Like the fucking the same thing they did with Linda. We're going to give you what you want. What you want. And they did. They paid off the lockbox angle. <laughs> so, I got my money's worth. Oh, Question. Man. 
question for you. If uh, kind of tying into what Gordo was saying, if you if you have someone effectively take him out, uh, and also kind of tying into the whole Stephanie come out or I'm in charge now, you're fired. Do they bring Shane back and have him be the one to take out Vince for Stephanie and say? You're running this company into the ground. Ratings have never been so poor. Do you go to that angle as if to say, okay, we we acknowledge that we're taking you away from the the position that you seem to be in in terms of being the figurehead of the company. And we acknowledge that things are poor and this is our way of trying to tie in to aspects of the business and try to put a positive spin on it. Maybe. Or they just have... Stone Cold come out and stunner him, and then Michael Cole and Pat McAfee are like, "Yeah, Vince is gone. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make movies, yes, pal, for everything." Yeah. Uh, Pat uh, addressed it on his show earlier today. I just saw a quick snippet on Twitter where he's like, "I don't know what's happening tonight." <laughs> I've texted yeah. around some of the boys in the back end with the tweet from WWE saying that Vince is going to be on the show, asking him what the plan is for later, and nobody knows. So, like, they had a script written for SmackDown last night that's been completely ripped up now that the news that Vince is going to be on the show. And God only knows what we're going to get tonight. We all, we know there's going to be a title match. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see if they'll pull the trigger and take the belts off Roman and put them on Riddle just as a form of a distraction and see if that'll get people talking to drown out whatever Vince does or says. Be an interesting choice of all the people to put the undisputed title on <laughs> tonight of allegedly. all times allegedly allegedly, yeah. allegedly. um that'd be quite well, the a, choice well he's after sealing his divorce recently as well so you know that's true that's true fits in perfectly ah, with the wwe mold you know well him and damien priest are out there banging people so good for them they're enjoying their their, are their they passing them around like toys uh, no, they're in the same room at the same time, reportedly. Oh, tag team. Mm. Maybe tag they team should go action. for tag team titles. Are they, I was going to say, maybe, are they the tag team champions? Maybe Riddle should join the House of Purple. You know, one or the other. He looks like you've got something to say, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Gordo, tweet that out. Tag Simpsons memes. <laughs> I also have panel two. <laughs> Triple H voice. <laughs> Oh, send it on twitter.com forward slash DAW pod. Vince, Vince behind you. The Undertaker. The Undertaker is going to come back and, and make him rest in peace. We make movies, pal. That's what they could do that. They make movies and I make memes. I actually like the idea of them finally doing the limo thing. And maybe that they'll have to brief Donald Trump beforehand so that he's fully aware Vince is not dead. But other than that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe that's a true story. I can't believe it. Fucking idiot. Uh, good stuff. Anything else to add to the Vince McMahon story that we've spent uh, 40 minutes talking? We're more than that talking about, close to an hour talking about. It's just sad that my overriding emotion for tonight anyway is that this is a shockingly deliberate ratings grab attempt by yeah. the company. That they're trying to capitalize on probably one of the worst scandals that's going to hit the company possibly since Benoit and they're trying to milk that to get extra ratings in a sleazy demeaning disrespectful way 
And unfortunately, it's going to work because I'm going to tune in and watch. So mm. fool on me for doing it and buying into it. But uh, I don't have a Nielsen's box, so it's not going to count in the ratings. So fuck yeah. all, y'all. <laughs> it's it's wild. Um, I saw people talking about it earlier. They might as well wrap up the most disgusting promotional tactic for the year for the Observer Awards anyway. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it'll be this. Yeah. That's, there's nothing going to touch that. They could run Saudi three weeks in a row and it wouldn't come anywhere near it. Um, let's put a bow on the Vince McMahon situation then uh, for now. Um, I'll go... Where do I go next? <sighs> I, do you know what? I'll go for this one because it was during, uh, was it Wednesday night this happened as well? So the Vince McMahon story had come out a couple hours before Dynamite. And then from what I could tell, it was like an hour after Dynamite or something. Raj Geary reported that he had heard that Sasha Banks had received her release. Uh, other people, I think Andrew Zarian had reported that he had heard last week that lawyers were working on it. So mm. maybe Raj... Uh, maybe Raj, you know, and Sean Rossap kind of went in as well and said he had good sources. So, um, just waiting for word on when that happens. Yeah, I'm, assuming that's, I'm assuming that's the message that SRS got during this and your boy this week. No, that's that was boy. for the AEW tag titles. Uh, he addressed that on um, the post show. Oh, there you go. Oh, he did. Uh, he yeah. did. Sorry, he did. You're right. Yeah. I would agree. I think the, the smoke and fire situation very much applies here. Yeah. Um, it's obviously not a clean cut thing because she holds a lot of value to the company. So they obviously won't want to let her go. And I'd imagine there's a lot of loose ends to be tidied up and they don't want her to debut probably for AW at All Out, which would have been within 90 days of the time of her asking for her release. So there's possibly an element of that. I think it's happened that they will give her a release to just finalizing the details and waiting to announce it. They might want to do it this week with all that's happening to try turn the attention away or in their heads, they might be waiting to do it so that it's not doubling down on the bad news. So. Uh, there's never been a time and it's been easier to get released from WWE than right now this week um, I'm sure Sasha has a story where someone was creepy with her oh Tell you can go I'm going to tweet this out you let, give me a release or I'm tweeting this out uh, you also like I said what loads of people are at like Ali was how long waiting for his release and didn't get it mm. started Twitch channel started fucking OnlyFans started all these things that you're not allowed to do called her bluff they said there'd be disciplinary action called her bluff just keep doing it and they'll see. What would the disciplinary action be? I'm going to make you see out your contract where I'm going to pay you because yeah. they're not going to fire them because that's giving them what they want. Exactly. So you're going to continue to allow to be to use Twitch because when you, when you signed your contract, that wasn't a thing. That was an edict they handed down afterwards. And we know for a fact Ali did not sign a new contract because he was trying to get released. Uh, so I don't get why people just go, right, I'm going on Twitch. No, you're not allowed. I'm doing it anyway and I'm going to have Cameo I'm going to have uh, sponsored ads on my Twitter page. Go fuck yourself. Sack me. I don't know yeah. why people are negotiating releases. It, it, it seems easy enough to me to get it done. It's not a breach of contract if it wasn't in your contract at the time. Mm -hmm. And especially if this whole Vince thing plays out in a way where he doesn't receive any meaningful punishment, there's going to be a lot of public backlash for holding talent to ransom when everyone else is uh, getting away with it, so to speak. Oh, no. 
Oh. So it's a picture of Ryan Satin at an arena with his Fox Sports mic. What's up, for, what's up, everyone? We're here at SmackDown. I just wow. You have to love the passion Mr. McMahon showed in his promo tonight. When you talk about pipe bombs, tonight is what I'll remember. <laughs> oh, no. A valid danger just tagged your location on IG. So this is Ryan Satin uh, signing off. Uh, oh. Rory with the quick freak yak work. Multiple Everybody. chefs kiss. Now's the time, yes. <laughs> it's true, though. It really is. Uh, Ryan Satin, has he tweeted yet? He hadn't tweeted as of about five o'clock. <laughs> if you want to ask Vince for a release, I hear he's giving out releases for about a hundred grand a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, no. Satin replied to someone who had said they call him Ryan Satin because of how smooth he is about disregarding difficult news stories. Um, he, he replied to that saying, uh, sorry, free refresh. I've reported more difficult news stories than almost every other reporter in wrestling. I stopped though because I realized it was having a massive effect on my mental health. Ah, Since then I've tried to do what makes me happy instead. Sorry, that's bad to some of you. And there was another one, uh, the Variety article about Vince being stepping aside. He's like, this was the right thing to do. Never would have expected it to actually happen, though. Wow. Cool. So nice work he never there. actually addressed, you know, hard-hitting journalism from, mm-hmm. you know, the porn star stalker over there. Allegedly. <laughs> it, it, does that need an allegedly? Just in case, you know. Just in case. Just in case. He's an yeah. analyst. Yeah. Analyst. <laughs> Dan Gore, ah oh no, Dan Gore is crying somewhere. Finny Mac, oh, he's a stooge. He is an absolute stooge. Yeah. Look, it's, um, he got to he got to go to the NXT UK Performance Center that one time. He got a free T-shirt, and it's yeah. a performance of their <laughs> property of WWE. It's like people could have told oh, you that yeah. fucking weeks ago, you shill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, are we expecting Ezekiel McMahon to show up? <laughs> what about Todd McMahon? Van McMahon. He, did Vance did he McMahon. die? Did he die, actually? Maybe I, f- I feel bad now. He was going to be on TV not long ago, wasn't he? There was some yes. angle with Todd McMahon. Rod McMahon. I Rod. was thinking of Rod and Todd. Yeah, he's dead. Ah, RIP Rod. Shout out to Rod. No, Van- Vance, um, Vance McMahon is his brother. Vance McMahon. Hornswoggle. Oh, oh my God. Anna, so- like this, you've written the fucking story here. That's it. Yeah, she's gonna. he's going to hand it over to it. What was the phrase you used? I'm going to hand it over to my son. What the was fruit the, of my loins. The fruit of my loins. The product, the product of my semen. The of my semen. <laughs> and then Hornswoggle shows up. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Dear God. Oh, Anna, that's well played. Well played. That's the one. It's very good. Play. It's very good. Um, so yeah, Sasha Banks potentially released. Who knows? We don't know. And then about uh, 12 weeks ago, uh, Jeff Hardy <laughs> was arrested over the weekend. Uh, his third DUI since 2018. Uh, he was four times over the legal limit at 10 in the morning, just before 10 in the morning. How can you be that drunk at 10 in the morning? That's right. Uh, oh, you see. Please let that be the shot they use for Big Dave. Please. <laughs> Dave in his messy office with papers and files, shit oh, everywhere. So fantastic. Dave Meltzer is going to be on CNN at 5 p.m. Eastern, I think it was. So 10 p.m. Irish time. 10 hour time, yeah. We have uh, CNN, don't we? about this whole thing. Uh, oh, we do, yeah, yeah. I assume it's the main <laughs> CNN channel, which would... Yeah. 
uh, they Unless wouldn't exactly be friends of the McMahon family because McMahons are obviously Republicans and mm. you know, Donald Trump fans, so they'd be more Fox affiliated. So I'd imagine CNN will go pretty hard on this story, and I'm there for it. Why don't they just bring Tony Khan in for balance, you know? <laughs> oh, I was just going to I was going to tweet something about this earlier. I forgot all about it. Do you think there's lawyers uh, who have locked away Tony Khan's phone and changed his Twitter password so they can get through the weekend without Tony tweeting something crazy? Although I do want him to treat, tweet something crazy. I, I want Tony to tweet something about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I was very I was very upset that we didn't get Max Caster with a live mic on Wednesday. Uh, he's doing it on Rampage tonight. Yeah, yeah I know, well. yeah. Yeah. So for um, Rampage tonight, I'm fitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah, yo, obviously, listen. Um, Jeff Hardy would have been the, who would have thought that Jeff Hardy would end up being the C story in all of this <laughs> after all this shit that happened. Uh, but obviously he, what was the the ending on this? He's been suspended without pay and he's not allowed to come back until he, he attends completes. rehab, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Completes rehab um, and um, uh, confirms sobriety or something like that. Right. So like, she was pulled in by the guards because they say that they had received multiple 911 calls about dangerous driving. When he got pulled over, he said that he was on his way to a brain scan. Hmm. Um, obviously, that couldn't be confirmed because, you know, the company are not going to say to any reporter, yes, yeah. one of our performers is scheduled for a medical test because, you know, that's not something that they can probably legally even advise. So he was scheduled to be in a fight two days later in a ladder match. So you'd imagine that the brain scan would have taken priority yeah, and that he wouldn't have been performing. So maybe that's just a drunk person trying to get out of a ticket or get pulled over, I suspect. Possibly, yeah. There was, there was the rumor that he got a concussion at the pay-per-view, but I don't think they'd have him like the Brian, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson got a concussion at the pay-per-view as well. Wasn't it? Or the, or the week yeah, after we and got. he wasn't allowed to fly mm-hmm. because he was supposed to go to meet and greet and he wasn't allowed to fly. And it was like, well, let's read between the lines there. So they, what they was tend Jeff to look doing? after people on that? Yeah. They, they generally, AW, I will say, look, I've had my issues with how they handle the match concussion at the time would say, but they generally seem to have their ducks in a row when it comes to head injuries. Probably I down to the cans. I, I'm assuming, that especially with head injuries, though, I'm assuming it's down to the cans' involvement with football. You know, yeah. where all the CT arguments mm-hmm. around football and shit. They've been in a lot of talks around that. Uh, I don't see it being a case of, you know, the Baron Corbin story where he started questioning the fucking stuff that the apparent doctor WWE got in. He was like, well, no, the NFL shit's saying this, this, and this. And apparently he got black, he got blackballed for a while over basically questioning their doctor uh, so I don't see that being the case with AEW but that raises more questions then of I know they can't babysit him but yeah. did they just, did they just cut bait you know if you can't babysit something him he's not looking server. after himself that was the one yeah exactly that's what it was I knew it was something was with it it was part of him getting blackballed at the time as he lost him in the bank briefcase um, Jordan posted something from the Observer that's interesting. Um, uh, they had advertised the ladder match. He was never going to. He was never actually going to be in the ladder match. They were going to do the angle where he and Matt were going to come out for the ladder match. They're going to be jumped on the ramp and they were going to be car- carted off. So they weren't actually going to do the match. False advertising but, a fucking ladder match like that. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! So I'm actually really glad this happened. 
So whether he did, uh, whether he had his DUI or not, Jeff was never going to do the ladder match. It was always going to be Jurassic Express against the Young Bucks with the Young Bucks winning the title. That's interesting. Mm. Uh, so maybe it's true because the SRS yeah. did report that the vignette that aired on Dynamite yeah. like nine days ago nine was nights. actually recorded the previous week, which would have been the week after the pay-per-view. So it's possible that they recorded and set up the match like two weeks beforehand. And in the space of that, he obviously... Yeah developed some sort of concussion symptoms that needed to go for scanned so it's possible that they had booked a match with the hope that he would have been able to do the match but subsequently wasn't able to they still shouldn't have advertised it after they figured it out they should have pivoted some way to keep it clear and obvious that it wasn't going to happen but shady possibly yeah or it's just like you know part of a story where some other tag team takes them out um Mm. Which is fine. I don't mind. Yeah, it's whatever. It's not great, but could have had could have had know. fucking uh, Malachi Black and uh, Buddy Matthews clear them out. Then you have a, another. I know it's another heel team going in, but then you have two heel teams up against Jurassic Express. Could have worked out all right. Like, what about yeah. um, FTR that they've missed? They've been number one contender for mm-hmm. two title matches now and haven't got a match. It's a strange yeah. one. Unless they're setting up for Bucks FTR again. Possibly. They're the the Ring of Honor tag champs and they're involved with the storyline with uh, Osprey and the United Empire. So Mm. it's not like they're sitting at home doing nothing, twiddling their thumbs. No, it's just strange how like Mm. there's teams getting in ahead of them in these matches. But I guess it's because they probably maybe they're trying to keep them strong. They don't want them to lose because they hold two other titles at the moment. Exactly, Um, yeah. Like Bush, all this is uh, all this is taken away from the fact that we're getting the return of the reverse battle royal at Impact this weekend. Are we? The oh, reverse what? battle royal is back. Oh my Slam god! anniversary this weekend, yeah. Yeah, Slam anniversary, and we're getting a fucking. So see Steve's reaction. Steve is familiar with the reverse battle yes. royal. I saw I a thing not, on. So please elaborate for me. I'll say this: the, I saw a thing on WrestleTix a couple of days ago that Impact had sold like two hundred tickets to this thing. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, yeah, so, Royal, Gordo. yeah, that's really kind of the easiest way of explaining this. So essentially, if I remember correctly, it's that you are surrounding the ring instead mm-hmm. of being out inside it. And then basically you'll see people battle outside the ring until half of them enter the ring. Yeah, you have to try and get into the so ring. Ha- yeah, so half of you fight to get in the ring. And then once half of the participants are in the ring, there is essentially a standard battle royal with elimination over the top rope with both feet touching the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm so it really is dumb. <laughs> it's really, really dumb, dumb but, but I cannot yeah. fucking wait. Because, I mean, when you think about it, everyone is standing outside. Just everyone try and get in and then let the cameras work out who got in on time or not. It's yeah. so stupid. But hey. It's such uh, a terrible, terrible, terrible match concept, but I just, I'm dying to see it again. I love it. Yeah, it could be fun. could be um, fun. Uh, the injury bug again. Randy Orton is expected oh, to be man. out for the rest of the year. Fucking wrestling is cursed right now. So there That's you go. Randy's one. gone. So we were speculating about this last night because uh, obviously he's a back injury and it's rumored that it was kind of niggling. So it's not something that like one incident caused this, but there was a a moment in an, a raw match I think about six weeks ago where. 
uh, I think it was the Street Profits and Montez Ford came down in a weird angle from his frog splash and hurt his neck or Orton's neck and he had to be carted off. So it's possible that that's all connected because obviously neck, vertebrae, nerves, all that sort of stuff. So if he's going to be out for the rest of the year and Cody out, that's two big stars that they're going to be missing. And yeah. potentially Roman, who is, let's be honest, 90% SmackDown. Yeah. Well, the brand split, I think, is just dead now, right? It's They're kind of not think, paying attention to it anymore. I think they have to kill the brand split for the time being. There's not enough. Yeah. They haven't built enough stars to actually carry both shows at the moment. But Do Gordo, they make a phone call Steve. to like Bray Wyatt or somebody and bring them back? Braun Strowman? Well, we, we have the types. debut of Max Dupree's first male model tonight as well. Oh, great. But guys, I need to stress this. and I, I need to kind of um, pass along the infinite knowledge and wisdom of our good friend Louis Dangor who oh god oh god. tweeted that uh you know with Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton being out for the remainder of 2022 it's a monumental blow for WWE you can say a lot about the WWE needing to make new stars and while he doesn't disagree you've got to sympathize with them when their top two baby faces go down with serious long-term injuries so uh, how much sympathy do you guys have Thanks to Fitz for uh, jumping the gun on the Louis Dangor Worst Take of the Week award that we normally give out at the end of the show. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's the company. It's a multi-billion dollar company that I have fucking sympathy for, not, you know, the lads who are actually fucking hurt. You I know, it's not like they're a 40-year company with uh, multiple experiences, uh, you know, talent from all around the world. And it's not like they released 300 talents in the last two years that they could have built up to stars at any point in time. There's more on the way. There's more on the way. You know, yeah, you got to feel sorry for them, don't, don't you? The, the poor little WWE, you have to feel sorry for them. I, it's the only part I take is that it, yeah, it's like it is quite unfortunate what happened. I mean, you, it's just horribly unfortunate to have two major injuries like that. It's been many years since something like this has happened. But they left their roster so thin and never mm-hmm. pushed anyone. So like... Keith Lee yeah. is sitting on in, on AEW Dynamite, not doing a whole lot compared to what he could be doing in terms of now in WWE. He could get a push now, seeing as other people are out. You know that he could still be there. Swerve could be there. Um, there's loads of people that did. Malachi Black. How many more can you name that are just over in AEW now? Uh, the, not the even working every act- week. Until one year winning streak. Yeah. Oh, don't bring that up again. Uh, Steve, could you deep. imagine working for a company that has and almost prides itself on being skeleton staffed? And then, you know, someone on your team might go down with a sickness or go on maternity leave or go on holidays. You know, what does that do for the team morale and the people that have to pick up the slack for them? You know, it's uh, you got to sympathize with the companies that, you know, do yeah. that and then lose people like that, you know. You're triggering Steve. Yeah. Stop it, Fitz. You're triggering <laughs> 14 years. This feels like it, feel, it feels like this is a microaggression against Steve. Yeah. Um, yeah, Balor. They could have literally, like, they just turned Balor heel. They could have had Balor be a top baby face. <laughs> no problem. So Rory mentioned Cesaro's out there doing nothing. Uh, it's like, Grand Steve. Look, Edge is going to grow back his hair in the next four days and he's going to <laughs> debut on Raw as the new baby face. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they're literally, that's what happened. Cody got hurt and they're like, uh, and they already knew Randy was out for a long time at this point. And they're like, right, we need to do something with Edge. Or you could have done something with Balor. Or you could have called up Braun yeah. Breaker. Or you could is, have you look, not sacked Keith Lee. You just <laughs> you know, kind of like, touched on something interesting there, though. You look down to NXT. 
who do you bring up if these lads are fucked? There's not a whole lot of people ready. That's another problem with this, that they, they, they left everything thin and then they got rid of all the experienced people. Well, or their contracts expired and they left for AW. Yeah. So now to touch on something Rory said in the chat there, Cesaro, the rumor is apparently he's open to coming back and there has been talks of him coming back, but nothing concrete, no contracts in offer. If you're Cesaro, you're saying, you, you guys kind of need me right now. You know, give me a, a nice little contract, bit of a push. World title or two. Guarantee of a title run. The one yeah. that he's yeah. earned. Let's let's be honest. I, I always say people don't earn title shots or don't earn title reigns because, you know, it's wrestling. It's fucking predetermined as shit, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that man has earned yeah. a title shot over his fucking career. To, like. To, to, like, just to get the chance to prove them right or wrong. You know, that yeah. kind of way. I think like they, him, that him, Nakamura, Riddle. Three yeah. of them. Yeah. Three of them. Gladly. Just mish, mishmash of matches between the three of them over the next couple of months. You'll at least get people interested in good wrestling on your product again. What is Nakamura mm-hmm. doing, actually, now that I think about it? Could they plug um, someone like him in? They were kind of having him helping Riddle out on account of the Usos taking out both of their yeah. tag partners. Uh, so that was yeah, kind of... Yeah. He was kind of he's, still, you know, he's still relevant. Um, mm-hmm. And so I like, will... If they call up Breaker, there's nothing really they can do. What do you do that on was, Raw? There's no title on Raw and now there's no babyface to go after the heel champion who isn't even on the show anyway. It's so strange. Well, that's where I'm that's going to come at you from. When Cody came out to do his goodbye speech while he was going away for his injury and Seth came out and, you know, effectively had a nice little moment in the ring, that was your moment to turn Seth face. Yep. And, like, that could have solved an awful lot of problems for you. But you decided to do the the dirty heel backstabbing attack from behind to reinforce his heelishness. So you've you've killed whatever chance you had of turning him face. Because, and I say this through greater teeth almost, I have enjoyed Seth Rollins' work over the last few months. Ooh. That is not something I thought I'd ever say again. <laughs> yeah. As ring work is great. It's just the fucking, the laugh and the voice and, and ah, everything about ah. him. Um, there's people there what about I've got an idea I'm about to to make that three million dollars back for the company okay Robert Roode with the mustache again porn Robert Roode book it book what (laughs) I don't know yet just get him on TV with the mustache again give him his weird uh, Hugh Hefner jacket he can do it I believe in Robert Roode do you have him be a Rick Roode wannabe because that would be funny nah, to watch on TV. Yeah, he, maybe uh, he could I be really, you... really, really sleazy. Yeah, make like dick jokes all the time. You know, yeah, you exactly. got to do something to spice the shows. You got to spice the shows up, Fitz. They're fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we've got many plans here. Robert Roode and um, Cesaro might come back. Uh, Fuck it. Yeah, you that's know what about your face it. Is. <laughs> you get Kevin Owens. The fuck away from this Elias Ezekiel stuff after Raw this week where Elias I'll finish it out though because it has up. been fun. It has close been it up, fairness. close it off yeah. nicely and then yeah. do something mm-hmm. where Kevin Owens fucking saved someone and then that's essentially the man who should have ended Roman's title reign in that last man standing a year ago. Mm-hmm. You fucking push Kevin Owens to the moon. Especially with what he's done over the last five, six months. The man has been yeah. incredible. He's been on an absolute tear with everything he's done has been gold. Even segments that were absolute shit and should not work. He's somehow making them not be terrible. 
Which, oh, this is all. It's a weird. Two lads. It's a weird. It's a weird compliment to give him. But good lord, give both of them lads something to do long term after this. And yeah, I'd, I'd actually turn Owens' face and push him. When was the last time Kevin Owens held the world title? With Jericho that time. Yeah. Wasn't it? 2016? World, oh, that world was the title, US yes. title. No, he no, was the world Universal title. He, he dropped it. Yeah. He was the Universal and Jericho. He got, he got, he maybe got he, maybe he won it once since then. Maybe. I don't think he has. That's the last one I remember uh, was the Jericho. Universal, he dropped to Goldberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And is that the one you're had, talking about? Yeah, and then Jericho and KO fought at Mania after. Yeah, they fought without the, the title. Should have been yeah. for the title at Mania. Should have been. Should have main evented the show. Yeah. He was US champion, yeah. Um, but world title, I don't remember him being. I don't remember him being. Was he ever the WWE champion? I don't think he no, was. He's one time Universal, two time IC, and three time US. I yeah. I yeah. say. Gordon, will you leave the call and KO? jump back in because you're breaking up if you wouldn't mind? Yep. Cheers. What belt did um, Triple H hand Kevin Owens? Was that the Universal that time? Universal, yeah. Yeah, that was a good story. I liked that very much. That was after Balor got injured. He he was the second Universal Champion, wasn't he? Um, did he win the title when Balor vacated? Yes, he did. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Four-way match or whatever it was at the time, yeah. Yeah, it was Samoa the four-way Jones which hit the Triple H hit the pedigree on Rollins. And Owens got the yeah. pin. And then... Joe and Owens were Triple H's heavies and they never went anywhere with it. It lasted for like two weeks and that was over. <laughs> what was that about? Anyway, uh, anything on Dynamite to talk about as we take it home, Cody? There uh, were a few notable bits on the Dynamite this week. So um, Gordo had a great shout uh, for the rolling champion for best wrestler of the year, Dax oh, Harwood. Yeah. That man is fucking hammering out classic match after classic match. Had a great match with Will Osprey this week. To absolutely nobody's surprise, um, those two in the ring just make magic. Make everything effortless, really do. Uh, but they had a good match, but the, the outcome of all of that, uh, when the chips lay down, was Will Ospreay's going to face off against Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. Uh, that's not something I ever thought I wanted until they had the face-to-face and I realized I really did want that a lot. Um, I don't know why I want it, mm. but I do. <laughs> it feels uh, like it shouldn't be a thing. The crowd wanted it. Twitter didn't, which is surprising because normally what the crowd like in AEW, Twitter tends to like, and that was an unusual, like, ooh, why are we doing yeah. this? But see, Twitter doesn't like Will Ospreay because they yes. think he did something that he didn't actually do. Mm. Uh, and also there's an aspect of Twitter that really hate Orange Cassidy because of the style that he wrestles. So, you know, I think Twitter is a microcosm there that, that really isn't representative of the, the grander well, I, audience. I mean, that the usual the accounts, though, the, the people that usually are quite cheerleader heavy on AEW, that they were oh. like, eh, that's kind of what I mean. If I, yeah, sorry, I should have clarified, but... Uh, because this match was... Gener- Go on. Nope. I think I just from what I just kind of not even outside looking in I watched the show but I uh, kind of looking through Twitter there seems to be people that are a little down on Forbidden Door that they're not really hyped about it it's just a um, crushed in build in the space of a few weeks I guess and then the title match getting changed and yeah like that, there's definitely things that worked against them but also they're not exactly helping themselves this is a kind of a reoccurring story with AEW sadly is that 
you know, they, they rush a lot of things when they possibly don't need to. Now, I don't mm. know whether it was just the case that this date Forbidden Door was the only one that they could have done, depending on, you know, G1 schedule or the New Japan schedule or whatever it may be. But they really are trying to hammer in a lot of matches because, as we all know, Gordo, there's a certain number of days between now and Forbidden Door. Nine nights. Nine nights. Nine nights. It's only nine, nine nights, nights away. Nine nights. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they're um, trying to arrange an awful lot of matches for the, the pay-per-view and get people interested. Plus, there's also a bit of a disconnect between uh, the fans that enjoy the New Japan style of matches and the what would now be known as their traditional AEW fans. Mm. You know, AEW fans have been more closely aligned with WWE product, you know, where it's kind of more of a spectacle, lights, shows, fireworks, all that sort of jazz where... Mm. New Japan is very much a, a traditional classical style, bell to bell, not necessarily flippy shit. So, now, Harwood and Osprey was a class match, very fucking hard hitting match. And the live crowd actually enjoyed it to a large degree. So, this pay per view will probably do wonders for getting that style of match over with the American audience. So, hopefully, that will pay off. But there was another few matches confirmed as well. Um, so Sammy Guevara came back at Dynamite dressed as Fuego del Sol and helped Jericho beat um, uh, Ortiz. Ortiz. So Ortiz had to get his hair cut. Uh, good match. Did what it needed to do. Ortiz still looked strong, even cutting his hair, calling out blood and guts in a few weeks' time. But that led eventually to Chris Jericho announcing that at Forbidden Door, it's Jericho, Guevara and Minoru Suzuki Versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Umino. Wheeler. How that came um, about was John Moxley and Horshu Tanahashi were having a tete a tete in the ring. What, which a was quite good. what a beautiful head of hair on that man. My God. Oh, yeah. He's a, mane. He's a vision. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't call the head of hair. It's a flowing mane. It is. It is. It's a calling card, you know? Hmm. So they and were having his, their and thing. And his old man sneakers I really enjoyed with his lovely blue suit and his really old man <laughs> shoes. <laughs> that was a nice mix. He needs them. God bless his knees must be shot. Yeah, shit. I'd say so, yeah. So Moxie and Tanahashi were having a, a tete-a-tete in the ring and Jericho randomly interrupted him. Um, this was not well received because people didn't no. want to see or hear from Jericho in this. This led to some form of alliance between him and Suzuki Goon from New Japan and uh, Lance Archer and Desperado attacked both of the guys in the ring and that's how the melee happened and this match was announced. Yeah. Probably doesn't need to happen, but sure, it's nice to get those guys in the on the pay-per-view and really interesting seeing Shota on the pay-per-view as well because that guy is going to be a star. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony Storm and Britt Baker had a very good match, uh, I thought, and Tony won. Uh, Almost uh, killed Britt Baker. That was nice. Uh, uh, but... They're going to get Tony Storm versus the Sandbag at uh, Forbidden Door. Sandbag. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder, are they going to take the belt off Rosa very quickly? Um, I think I would. We haven't had a chance to talk about this, have we, since the match last week with Marina Sandbag Shakur. gate. No. Sandbag gate. Yeah, I think uh, we're all in agreement Rosa was not playing ball last week no. um, i haven't seen anyone disagree with it to be honest have you seen the transcript from the interview where she was asked about this no um 
her answers weren't exactly would fulfill you with confidence either. Oh, was this if, with Ariel Helwani or something? Yes. Yeah, I saw a clip, yeah. She passed it off and says that she's a professional in the ring, blah, 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 that she welcomes all challengers, blah, blah, blah. Just watch the match. Like, yeah. no one here is proclaiming Marina Shafir to be the best professional wrestler in the world. Everyone acknowledges that she probably isn't deserving of top billing no. because her talent isn't there yet. Obviously, has good MMA background, so she, you know, some of the stuff she lays in would look legit, but it's the, the putting the pieces together is the hardest part for any performer. But Rosa was definitely sandbagging for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, it was really um, obvious. Yeah, and I, it's gotten people asking whether maybe Ivelisse wasn't too full of shit when she made those accusations against Rosa back in the past. The issue would be uh, that Ivelisse has history of that, though, as well. Exactly. So yeah, that's the... No, no matter what she said and no matter what accusation she made of Rosa, that doesn't excuse her own actions for no. her own handbacking and, and lack of selling. So I've been fired know. from every company I've ever worked in. Please believe me. Yeah. We may lost like, Aries. Oh, Jesus. Not wrong. Ah, she's totally uh, that. <laughs> uh, Rosa, yeah. I, I know I've been the outlier of the podcast here of the, the Thunder Rosa fandom. Because uh, I know you've, you've enjoyed her work with um, mm. NWA before AEW came about, so fair enough. I never warmed to her as a personality. Bell to bell, usually she's arguably the best in the company. Yeah. No one will really argue with that, but she hasn't really nailed down her personality. Her promos have always been average at best. More often than not, I found quite poor. Maybe there is a bit of an attitude issue there. She might feel aggrieved that the women aren't getting uh, enough air time, or she might be, you know, disrespect, feeling disrespected as a champion that she's not getting enough air time or proper matches. Ah, it's a tricky one. Um, I think they they either need to take the belt off her now and you know get her off TV for a while. Or have her retain here and build a big program around her and kind of try make the star out of her. But it's 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 got to be one or the other, and I don't know what way they're going to go. But the belt. I will back say the Charlotte bloom was Baker. coming off that Rosa. Um, oh, way. You. Oh, leave it there. Move on. We're never going to get better than that. Go, go, go. <laughs> uh, so Hangman came out and effectively said that you know last week he challenged Okada to a match at Forbidden Door. Um, that he wanted to fight Okada personally and that he also wanted to fight for the belt because that was an added bonus of fighting Okada because Okada was champion. Not realizing Okada had a title match that weekend where he could potentially have lost the belt, which he ended up doing to Jay White. But he said that didn't matter. He still wanted to face Okada at Forbidden Door. To which Adam Cole came out and said, you're, you're, you're dumb, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Okada's not going to be at Forbidden Door. Side note, he might not actually be because his wife is due to give labor around that time, so he may no, not actually that's be there. also not true. It's later in the summer. Uh, people ah. are confusing it. Yeah, it's later in the summer. Uh, Meltzer had said that, uh, was or someone on the on Observer Radio had said that she was due that week, but it's later in the mm. summer. It's, it was her birthday or something was what it was. Ah, so there's confusion okay. about that. But so I think if he was going to be there... Uh, for AW, it's unusual. Master, <laughs> master um, of CNN fame. <laughs> <laughs> the dude with all the papers on his floor on CNN. Um, I, 
I think if he was going to be there, maybe they're saving it as the last surprise. But if you think it's going to be a weird statement here, but they've already sold the tickets, so they don't need to do much, you know. And and I know they should, and they you should need to sell the pay per view. The expectations were you need to sell the pay per view. So you have your match. You have Hiroshi Tanahashi is one of the biggest names. You have no Naito and no Okada, which are the two other big names. Where you're like, huh? I don't see where Naito fits in here anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it's a last minute thing but uh, surely you do they, they've never done a fatal four-way have they but then if they did it it would be the first time it's happened and it's happened twice on this one show which is strange uh, so if you now, did say oh, okada j white adam cole hangman well that's it like to follow on from what i was saying adam cole came out and said you know you're not going to face okada because he's not going to be there and you're also not going to fight uh, Jay White because he's not going to fight you Jay White comes out and attacks Hangman from behind hits him to switchblade Jay White gets on the mic and says you know I've defeated you twice our record is 2-0 and oh. you're not going to face me at Forbidden Door but I will defend my IWGP World Heavyweight title at Forbidden Door but it's not going to be against you Hangman or Adam Cole to Cole's surprise so it looks like Jay White is going to defend but we don't know against who or how yet I think your idea of the Fatal 4-Way is probably the best, that it'll end up being Jay White versus Okada versus Cole versus Hangman. Mm. That's probably the best scenario. True, true. Um, so I have been sent the word food. So the clock is ticking. We got to take it home, Cody. <laughs> uh, anything else to quickly talk about before we move on? Uh, um, the 20 on 1. Raw was awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the class action handicap elimination oh, match the... was interesting yeah. at best. Um, yeah. it, it triggered a lot of people because a lot of the eliminations were not valid. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, yeah. like it was it was fun for what it was, um, but yeah. It, so look, we all know AWFs don't fucking play by the rules anyway, Fitz. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like for, for yeah. any company, you can get away with being pinned between two other men. <laughs> It'd be this one. But <laughs> best worst. Um, uh, I would say, just while we're talking about it, you haven't, we haven't talked about the Bucks winning the ladder match. was a very, very good match. I very much enjoyed it. I think it got good recognition, thankfully. But the big bastarding heel turn, Christian. Oh, yeah. He turned on Jungle Boy. Shockingly, nobody saw this coming. Well, Jungle Boy's mother raised a piece of shit. She raised a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, the Fight TV feed on Twitter was... I suppose he added it when you were watching it, but yeah, it was hilarious. It made it on Twitter pretty quick. Yeah, they stayed on <sighs> fight like three minutes after time, which was very unusual for them. So that, that was definitely a plan to do. And Christian mm-hmm. went over and talking to Jungle Boy's mother and sister and giving him shit. Classic heel stuff. Very, very good. Good yeah. stuff. Oh, we did miss uh, very quickly. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy uh, joining the Jazz. Mm. Yeah, Sammy and Jazz Taylor Queen. joined the Jazz Queen. Yeah, they should call her the Jazz Queen. It's yeah, perfect. she's the Jazz Queen. Um, okay, no, I am under pressure because uh, I will be killed. The hangriness has begun, uh, so the clock's ticking. Right. I gotta go. It's <laughs> order uh, feed now. It's going to take a half an hour anyway. Uh, it's not though. And then oh, I was going to get it out of the way. Uh, best match, worst match. Best match, um, uh, very simple. Dax Osprey. Dax Osprey. There you yeah. go. Worst match? It's something from mm. Raw. Uh, what about the 20 on one? Uh, I'm not even counting that as a match. Yeah, I'm not counting that as a match, I don't think. Right. Um, that was a match, though. 
I'll uh, go. That's my one. That's my. I, I mean, I didn't Brooke hate it. Becky but, Lynch. Oh, yeah, technically didn't happen, but yeah, that's yeah. that's up there. Mainly because Becky Lynch is somehow involved with the twenty four seven title. Because she was sickened at what happened last week. Maybe Becky Lynch is the one to dethrone Roman. I mean, they got no one else right now. Uh, best segment. I'm trying yeah, to think. I like the Jay White stuff. Jay White, all Jay right, White all day for me. Actually, sorry, Jay White's promo post Dominion. Oh, Jay, White's, Jay White's promo after Dominion is fucking incredible. Would recommend everyone go watch yeah. it. I know some of the lads that are in the chat aren't fans of him. I thought okay. that promo was absolutely incredible. Well, uh, shout to AJ and Rollins on Raw was very good too. That was fantastic. That. Yeah, that was actually good. Uh, shout out also to worst segment of the week in future terms, uh, Vince McMahon on SmackDown tonight. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, that's uh, the one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's worst. Controversial, I'll say the Jericho thingy on Dynamite. That was awful. It was just a mess. Uh, don't, um, I can't think of it. Oh, wait, that or the fucking pose down main event on Raw. Oh, pose down, pose down, pose down. Pose down was worse. The pose down, pose down, was worse. pose down. Yeah. That's the one. Jericho saved by a pose down. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rest of the week. Show. Rest of the week. Dax Harwood or Jay White. Yeah. Pose Solid down. Show. Main Can't event. That. Fucking main event of the fucking show. Terrible. Terrible ah, yeah. stuff. We all know that on Raw now, the main event is actually whatever is on the top of the second hour. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh show of the week dynamite, most likely. Yeah. I only watch Raw yeah. and Dynamite this week. Uh worst take of the week. Oh, there's gonna be some good ones this week. That, that, that Louis Dangor this. one from earlier. It was pretty bad. Um uh, Vince McMahon thinking it's a good idea to go on national television with these allegations. Yeah, I think we can consider yeah. that a take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh <laughs> Oh wait, we could we could have a we could have a unified champion here. The Sammy Guevara, what the fuck were you thinking? Dumbass moment of the week has to be Vince McMahon going on SmackDown. Going tonight. on live TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a runaway winner, boys. Wow. Wow. That young upstart Vince then, McMahon is after taking home a lot of awards tonight, lads. So <laughs> he's won worst take and the Sammy Guevara award, and I think next week he might dethrone Gunther as the 24-7 champion. Gunther, new friend Ludwig. New uh, new, uh, new IC champ, by the way. Congrats. New IC champ. Just don't make him run. He's full of chocolate. (laughs) And we're fine. Uh, Gunther. Uh, Gunther, Ludwig. (laughs) Worst take, take Shida. Takeshita. Takeshita. Kazuchika Okada. Log it up, Gordo. Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Yeah, so if people want to get more, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! If you more was that the other ledger of the podcast, you're going to get us on all of your usual podcasting apps. So your iTunes, Google Podcasts, your Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now. If you check back next weekend, you're going to see us there again. Um, if wherever you are listening has a like system, a thumbs up, five stars, whatever, please give whatever the good one is because it'll help us get our word out there, so more people can hear our shout every week. So we're not doing this for nothing. Uh, you'll also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com along with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and some other podcasts. Please make sure to go check them out and spread some love to all the folks over there. There's some fantastic shows over there, so please make sure to spread that love. Also spread some love to our friends over at the new and improved and redesigned and revamped Canvas Theory, www. Ooh 
www.canvastheory.com. Uh, please make sure to go check out their new Okami collection over there. There's some uh, tasty, tasty merch over there, lads, so go check it out. And when you're over there, please use promo code AWP and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Shipping everywhere worldwide except for embargoed countries. Uh, you'll also find us over on Twitter. It's at the AWPod. And over there, you'll find a link to our Discord where you can come join in the live fun every week. Uh, you'll also be able to like not miss out on the bits that Craig, our recording bot, fucks over on us every week. Because uh, there will be bits that you might miss because the odd time it tends to drop out and we have to kind of rewind and we might miss some, you know, you might miss a joke or two. If you join our Discord and come along and listen to us live, you're going to get all the fun, all the bells and whistles and all the general shenanigans. You'll also find us over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Are we going live this weekend, gents? Do we have any plans? Uh, I can stream tonight, but I need to finish early-ish. That's well, once we're finished by one, o- once we're finished by one o'clock, so we can all yeah, watch for the mm. SmackDown thing. Uh, yeah. I'm technically on call this weekend, but if that phone doesn't ring, I will be around to play games any weekend. So, Are, any weekend. is there any interest in this Turtles game? Because it's I have it downloaded. Good. Yeah, it's real good. Fitz, um, what do you think? Uh, it's not capturing my attention. Truth be told, hmm. you hate to see it. I also it have. Goal. I also have the. Um, rocket golf thing downloaded mm. and See, uh, I also have I, the what the roller derby one or whatever it was we downloaded a couple of weeks ago I have that installed as well my theory we is Nuke McGeddon is, is coming on Tuesday we're going to yeah. have nothing but Fall Guys for the next three or four weeks I was thinking just try out this Turtles game it's really good Fitz download it and play it once and see what you think I, if you don't like it we can play Fall Guys or we can switch over to Fall Guys as Kairos yeah, forecast yeah. is not good. Dang. Hate to see it. Hate <laughs> to see it. Oh, uh, Sean, don't be shit. Don't be, don't be shit. Don't be rent on our parade. We're, we're dropping you dubs. Can. You to both you and them. It will, but they'll be terrible in general, you know? Um, okay. It is time to take it home. Mm. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>